Um, you know, we're in a short series called, um, you know, just seeking God for a breakthrough. And um, I think this is really important because one of the greatest things we can experience as followers of Jesus is, is seeing God break through in our lives in ways which we might never have imagined that could be broken through, you know. And that um, I could kind of share example after example of times where God demonstrated his love to me by breaking through in areas of my life. Now, what is a breakthrough? You know, I like what this dictionary, how this dictionary, uh, a dictionary that I looked up, um, defined a breakthrough. It said a breakthrough is a sudden, dramatic, and important advance. A sudden, dramatic, and important advance. You know, I like that. And that's what a breakthrough is. You know, that you're needing something... And, and it just, you just see before your very eyes, you see God just break through and somehow in some ways. You know, we see breakthroughs in medicine. We see breakthroughs in technology and science. But we also, in Christ, we can experience breakthroughs in our lives. You know, um, one of the, the, the areas for me was, uh, you know, just growing up and, and just different things that had gone on in my life and, and all that that I carried something throughout my life, even as a Christian, even as a pastor. And it was like, you know, somehow, some way, I needed to earn the love of others. You know, I couldn't just say, well, you know, I, I just know people. No, I, you know, I'm, I'm unlovable was the, the lie in my, my mind and my heart. So I had to somehow earn love. And that carried over to, to being a, a Christian. You know, like, oh, after all God did for me, Jesus died on a cross, I got to pay him back, man. And it was like... You know, and all this. And, and so, you know, it affected my life as a pastor. I just think I got to earn God's love. Man. I just cannot, you know, I got I to just serve, give. I got to work as hard as I can. I got to do everything. I got I to gotta die because that's what he did for me, you know. And it just began to affect uh, my life, our relationships, um, my health, the whole thing. And, and God had to break through. And, you know, God just broke through in this crazy way. It was a sudden, dramatic, and important advance in my life. You know, that, that I could just begin to rest knowing that God did love me. You know, that I didn't have to earn that stuff. You know, that was so freeing. You know, that, and that's why, you know, like Neil Murakami, you know, he's sitting out there. I just know he loves me just for me. You know, I can just be me. Right? I can just be... Mark, stud, sexy Mark, and he loves me, you know, right? No, you know, and it don't matter what I do, Neil will always love me. I can go give him a big hug, and Neil loves hugs, and, you know, he'll, you know I don't have to earn his love anymore, you know? And, and that was like one of the greatest things, you know? I mean, some of you felt like that, and, and some of you feel like that. And, and it was just so great, and, you know, just over and over, I see God out of his just amazing love for me, just broke through and breaks through. And we see God do that. And I see God doing that all over the place. I see God doing that and breakthroughs in marriages, breakthroughs in, in relationships, you know, in areas of weakness where, where people have struggled for years and years and years. You know, like, I like, like how I struggled. You know, God just breaks through. God broke through in addictions. And I've, I've seen people, you know, where, you know, they just, 
it, this, you know, smoking is not good for their, my health, and, you know, I got, you know, my, my, is this all messed up, but I just can't stop. And, and, you know, we go to God, and we see God come in in a sudden, dramatic way, and you know what? Done. You know, and just these wonderful breakthroughs. And, and you know, there's, there's, there's breakthroughs where people just feel like, man, I'm just kind of out of control in this area, whether it be anger or, or anxiety and depression, you know, just talking to someone who, you know, struggled for, you know, over 20 years of their lives, you know, with anxiety and, and depression. And, 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 and so many things were lost in their lives. But God broke through. And today, you know, they're just, you know, there's joy and there's hope in their lives because they're not where they were, you know, and because God broke through. And um, I believe that God wants to do that in all of our lives. God wants to do that in your life. And, and the thing is, God often uses pain to get our attention, right? I mean, you know, God often uses pain to prepare us for a breakthrough. You know, C.S. Lewis, um, uh, he wrote this. He said, God whispers to us in our pleasure, but he shouts to us in our pain, you know, right? And, and I, I think, yeah, that's exactly right, that if you're in pain right now, you may be getting ready for a breakthrough. God is preparing you for a breakthrough. Proverbs 20, verse 30, it says, Sometimes it takes a painful experience to make us change our ways, right? Isn't that true? I think most of us have experienced the truth of that, that, that so often we don't change until the fear of change exceeds the pain, right? Exceeded by the pain. It's like, man, oh, God, you know, like, I want to change, but we don't change until the pain gets so severe that I got to do something. And God often uses pain uh, not because he's mean, you know, not because he's this terrible God, but he's, he's, you know, sometimes that's the only way he gets our attention. He's going to allow pain to come into our lives so that he can begin to bring about a breakthrough. God often allows upsets, shakeups, pain in our lives, really to turn our eyes back to him, to turn our eyes and our hearts back to where the power for breakthroughs are found. And if you read the Bible, um, anytime... Uh, the people in the Bible, you know, these, 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 these men and women that we look up to in the Bible, when they, had, when they needed a breakthrough, maybe it might be physically, financially, relationally, emotionally, what they always did was they turned to God. And King David, you know, David and Goliath, you know, King David experienced many, many breakthroughs in his life. And when David became the king of Israel, man, that's a great time, you know. And, and it was a great time and a celebration until all hell just kind of broke loose. In First Chronicles chapter 14, verse 8, uh, we read this. When the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over all Israel, they mobilized all their forces to capture him. But David was told they were coming, so he marched out to meet them. And, you know, you ever felt like you're in a place where you're just feeling under attack? You know, situations or circumstances you know, kind of threatening the peace in your life. You know, everything is going good, and all of a sudden something happens at work or whatever, and things are getting messed up, you know. Or maybe like a bad habit in your life just continually to rise up to try to enslave you even more, you know. Um, David found himself in one of those situations, and he doesn't run away. You know, he doesn't worry and get all anxious and, and let... Just really let anxiety get the best of him. You know, he did something more effective. You know, what did, what did David do? Well, 
He doesn't run away. Well, what he does was in 1 Chronicles 14, 9 and 10, we read this. The Philistines arrived and made a raid in the valley, right? So David asked God, should I go out to fight the Philistines? Will you hand them over to me? And the powerful armies of the Philistines, they were gathering together and they were beginning to surround David. They were going to cut off any, you know, any avenue of escape. They were going to totally surround him. And so there's David saying, hey, you know what? Instead of melting in fear and worry and anxiety and all that stuff, he sought the Lord in prayer. He went to God. He said, God, you know, um, should I go and fight them? Uh, is that what you want me to do? You know? He didn't grumble about his situation. Oh, God, I just became king. Why now? What's the matter? You know? But he saw the situation, and he said, you know, I, I need God. That God's got a breakthrough here. And he focused on God. In, in verse 10, the Lord replied, yes, go ahead. I will hand them over to you. And so they go out there, and he defeats the Philistines. And he says, what? God did it. God did it. David exclaimed, he used me to burst through my enemies. He used me to break through my enemies like a raging flood, he says. You know? And so they named that place Baal Parazim, which means the Lord who breaks through, the Lord who bursts through. He didn't retreat in fear. He sought the Lord in prayer. God broke through like a raging flood. God entered that situation, and he just broke through, you know? And then thankful to God, David did something else that was really important. He stopped and he gave thanks. He stopped and he gave thanks. And he said, I'm going to name this place that the Lord broke through here. To be a constant reminder. That was a constant reminder that God is the God who breaks through. And there are times when we all need breakthroughs in our lives. You might need a breakthrough in your life right now. You might need several breakthroughs in your life right now. Like David, God wants to turn And he wants to turn our valley of battles into a valley of blessings. But the key is we got to do what David did. We got to do what David did. And in Philippians chapter 4 in the New Testament, Paul gives some really simple, clear, maybe not simple, but clear steps on how we can experience a breakthrough from God. And that if we would take these steps, uh, we would experience God breaking through in areas that maybe we thought, no, you know what, I think I'll just live with this one. And I don't think I can ever break this, but God can. And so I just wanted to really quick just kind of go over these, these, these steps, and there's steps, one step after the other. First step is this, and you've got notes in your bulletin. Um, first step is this. The first thing we've got to do when you're in a situation, when you need a breakthrough, when something's going on, or you're stressed, or whatever it is, a bad habit, whatever it could be, if you need a breakthrough, the first step is don't worry about anything. You've got to don't worry about anything. Our natural reaction is to worry, right? But worry doesn't change anything. If we think, you know, I mean, if we worry about our kids, are they going to be safer? Are we, if we worry about our finances, are we going to get any more? I mean... You know what? I mean, worry has no effect on all of that except messing us up so we spend more emotional energy and we get all messed up. That's the only thing that worry does. You know, every moment of our lives that we spend worrying is just a wasted moment. You know, um, I'll never forget what I once heard. Um, It's like, what is worry? 
Worry is, wor- is worry is focusing on our fears instead of God. You know, that really helps me because I'm a, my wife is a prayer warrior. W-A-R-R-I-O-R. I'm a prayer warrior. W-O-R-R-I-E. I just worry about all kinds of stuff, you know. And, 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 and I, I just someone once said, I wrote it down, that worrying is focusing on my fears instead of God. And so often, I, I focus on my fears instead of God. Um, recently, very, very recently, um, I had to get some blood work done um, because doctors have nothing better to do than to just poke you and, and take your blood. But I went to get some blood work done, and um, the results came back, and everything was good except this one slightly elevated um, level in, in, in one of those areas. And the doctor said, you know what, just to be on the safe side, you know, let's just, let's just um, do... Uh, and they like to say stuff like that. Let's just, we're not, do, I got to do this. I think let's get a colonoscopy. Like, no, we're not, I'm getting the, you know. So he said, look, why don't you just take an um, uh, abdomen ultrasound? And I thought, I thought that's what the ladies do when they get babies, you know. I said, yeah, no, they do it for other stuff too. And I said, all right. And so um, they thought it'd be a good idea to do an abdomen ultrasound to kind of check out the liver and other stuff. And this, the doctor, you know, he's being really thorough, and the doctor says, yeah, we want to check out the liver, but at the same time, we can check out the other organs and see if we find anything wrong in other stuff. They're all great. You know, like, oh, man, you know, there's some, you know, anyway, so, so um, I needed to go, but what kicked in when he said, everything's good, but, right, worry, right? Worry came in. I focused on my fears. I focused on the what ifs instead of the God who is, you know? And I needed to take that first step. You know, I needed to take that first step. Philippians 4, 6. This is what Paul says. It's as simple as this. Don't worry about anything. See, that's the first step to a breakthrough. And, and this may be the single most difficult command in the Bible to keep. Yeah, at least for me, right? You know, that... that don't worry about the big stuff. No, don't worry about anything, he's saying. And, and something I try to remember when I feel, feel that pull of worry, I, I try to remember this. When I worry, I'm acting like an orphan. Yeah, when, I, when I get worried, I think, oh, yeah, there I go, I'm acting like an orphan. That <clears throat> I'm acting like I don't have a heavenly father who loves me and cares for me and promises to care, <clears throat> care for me, I'm acting like it's, it's all about me, that if it's going to be, it's up to me, you know? And, and worry is focusing my fears on all my fears instead of God. And so what can you practically do to take this first step? If you need a breakthrough, what can you practically, uh, practically do? Well, maybe it starts by memorizing, you know, yeah, memorizing Philippians 4, 6 to 8. Maybe just start there, you know, and, and memorize that. Put it on a card, and, and every morning before you begin your day, you just begin, you just, you just begin, and you, 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 you memorize it. It says, you know, be anxious, don't worry about anything, but in everything, with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God and the peace. Of, and you just say that every morning. 
And every time you feel the pull of worry, you just you know, say, no, I, you know what? I feel worried, but I'm declaring this. Don't worry about anything. And everything is prayer and supplication. With the, you know, just, just, just do that. And begin by memorizing that. You know, memorizing. The first step to a breakthrough is, is making a decision not to worry. That it's a bad habit that, that a lot of us, myself included, we need to break. But it starts with this recognition that worrying is focusing on our fears instead of God. And so maybe start by just memorizing that verse. Second step is this. Don't worry about every, anything, but pray for everything. Pray about everything. If you want a breakthrough, deciding not to worry is really important, but you've got to take the next step. Philippians 4, 6 goes on. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need. And the Bible says that, you know, we pray about anything. There's nothing too small or too big for us to go to God with. Here's the thing. If it's worth worrying about, it's worth praying about. Yeah. Whatever is worth worrying about in your life is worth praying about. You can pray about having money you know, to pay for your kids' braces, uh, about eczema attacks, sore backs. Yeah, you can pray about all that stuff because nothing's too small or big. In fact, 1 Peter 5, 7 says, Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. Which worries, which cares? God, bring them all. That's what Peter said, bring them all. Either you carry your worries or you let God carry your worries. You know, if you want to carry all your worries, you just live under that stress. God says, why are you carrying all that? Why do you want to carry all that? That Let me carry your worries. Let me carry your cares. Because, because I really do love you. Prayer is plugging in to the power source we need for breakthrough. You see, what a wonderful habit it would be if we would just automatically, instead of automatically worrying, we would automatically go to God in prayer for everything, you know? And that's the blessing I have living with my wife because that's her deal is go to God for everything, you know? I mean, everything. And sometimes I, 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 I get, like, stupid, and I say, you know, sometimes the answer is not prayer. She goes, what? Sometimes you all got to do something. I says, no, you got to start with prayer. She's right. I'm wrong. See, God says, prayer is the power source. And Paul says, you need a breakthrough. You don't worry about anything, and you pray about everything, you know? Continue with my medical situation. You know, I, I, I call, and I'll make an appointment to get the ultrasound done. Okay, I went to the doctor. Hey, you got to make an appointment. Call these guys right on. I waited three weeks. <laughs> you know, why did I wait three weeks? Because... You know, I was not thinking, you know. And I put it all, all kinds of excuses. One day, I was just praying in my car. And uh, I said, God, you know what? I, I just need a breakthrough in this. I just can't let these kinds of things, you know, like blood tests and ultrasounds, just mess me up the way it does. So I'm just going to give this to you. And that no matter what happens, no matter what happens, you're faithful and you're good. You know, that you've always been faithful and good. If everything's good, great. You know, if I'm going to die, I get to see you earlier, that's kind of great too, right? That's great too, right? 
And so I said, all right. And I picked up the phone, and I just made the appointment. You know, just right there, I said, okay, God, you know, I just got to, God, you know, just, I need a breakthrough. I can't live like this. And all of a sudden, I just said, okay, you know what? I'm actually picking up the phone. I'm actually calling, hi, my name is Mark, can I make an ultrasound, you know, all this stuff. And I do that. What can you practically do to take this step and begin making, praying about everything a habit? Last week, if you were here, Pastor Max exhorted you to write down a prayer request that for something you need a breakthrough for. You know, what I would say is, hey, if you remember what that is, write that down on a post-it. Write that down on an on a index card. Put it somewhere you're going to see it every day. Put it on your dashboard. Put it on your refrigerator. Put it on the mirror, wherever you, wherever you look. Put it in the middle of your TV, whatever it is. That's going to remind you that every time you see that, you're going to pray. Say, God, I'm going to pray for this breakthrough. I'm going to keep praying for this. And make it a habit. You know, that when you're driving, you know, um, memorize uh, Philippians 4, 6 or 8. And then, you know what, whenever, before you eat, I just, God, I need a breakthrough in this area. You know, know, before you sleep, God, I need a breakthrough. You know, when nature calls, God, I need a breakthrough here. And throughout the day, take that step to pray about everything and plug into that power source. The third step is this. Philippians 4, 6 says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need. And then the third step is what? Thank Him. Thank Him for all that He has done. Thank God in everything. Don't worry about anything. Pray about everything. And thank God in everything. You know, the more grateful you are, the more breakthroughs you experience. If prayer is the power source for breakthroughs, then gratitude is the atti- gratitude really is the breakthrough attitude. You know, I mean, really and truly, your attitude determines your altitude. David stopped, gave thanks to God. First Thessalonians 5:18 says, "Be thankful in all situations, not just the good ones. Be thankful in all situations. Why? For this is God's will for you who belong in to Christ Jesus. God, thank God for everything. In fact, that's God's will. Just thank God for everything. Thank you, God, I get to go and do an ultrasound. Never had one of those before. I love it. Yeah, now I know what Joe felt when we, you know, the babies and the whole thing. See, God can bring blessings out of anything. He can bring good out of bad. He can transform tough times into good times, you know. That's what God does. God uses pain often to get our attention, that we're headed down the wrong way, and that he's going to like, what? And then, you know, he gets our attention, and then he begins to move us in the right direction, you know. That in all things, we got to thank him. That there's always something to thank God for. That, you know, as I was thinking about my, my, my deal, you know, I just said, you know, God, Thank you. Thank you for uh, a really conscientious doctor. Thank you. And as I headed to my appointment and the day of that ultrasound came, I thank God. I said, God, thank you. You know, that thank you, one, that no matter what, you're in control. Thank you that I didn't eat anything last night because they told me not to, and you know, I probably lost a little weight. Thank you, God. And I decided to think about all kinds of stuff. And, you know, um, I got like a Fitbit thing, 
And I was looking, and usually when I go to the doctor, my, my um, pulse rate is like 195. You know, I was, at, I was in the, 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 the lab, and I look, oh, it's like 64. Like, wow, that's like calm. That's like calm. And I thought, this is like amazing, you know. And, and I thought about it. I said, thank you, God, because I really would have thought about backing out, but I didn't. And I was there. And, and, and I thanked him for all the times when things worked out well. And even for the times when I, I had to go through stuff. But he was right there. And then when the ultrasound was over, the technician said that, oh, you know, doctor will call you in two or three days. And that was a Thursday, right? So I probably needed to wait till Monday. And I hate waiting, especially for stuff like that. But I just stopped and gave thanks. And you know how it is, right? You're getting the ultrasound done and you're watching the technician's face. You're watching for like, oh, you know. But, but she was good. She was like, yeah, just looking. You know? And then I said, oh, okay, so doctor will call in a couple of days. Uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess I'll wait. I guess, you know, I'm doing okay, right? And ah, she don't want to say nothing. That's right, the doctor will call, you know, and trying to like squeeze information out. Get something, nothing. She was good, man, you know? Like, but, you know, I, I guess they're trained to do that, right? Because you just cannot do the ultrasound and, oh, like, you know, that would be horrible, right? So I guess she was good and, you know. But at the same time, I'm thinking to myself, like, if something was bad, she was just making a poker face anyway. Like, you know, nothing. So, you know. What can you practically do to take this step to thank God about and in everything, and begin making this a habit. Here's a suggestion. Every night before you go sleep, you know, and I journal before I go sleep. You don't got to journal, but, you know, maybe just, you don't want to write, you don't, you don't have to write. But maybe before you go sleep, you know, just, just make a mental list, of uh, a mental thank you list, you know. Just a list of things that you're thankful for for that day. Just, just to get your mind focused on just thanking God. Because at the end of the day, when all kinds of stuff happen, you know, we tend to think about, like, oh, man, that happened, oh, this, this. And it's negative. But what if we just said, I'll make a list, you know? And I've begun to do that, to say, hey, God, thanks for this. Thanks for that. Psalm 118, verse 1 says, Tell the Lord how thankful you are, because he is kind and always merciful. See, that's an attitude of gratitude. And maybe make that list. Let's make that list, that thank you list. The last step is this. You know, to get a break from God, you got to take these intentional steps. Philippians 4, 6 says, don't worry about anything, right? That's the first step. Then instead, you pray about everything. That's step two. Tell God what you need. And then what we do, we thank him for all that he's done. Don't worry about anything. You know, pray about everything. And in everything, give thanks. And then when you take these steps... You begin to see God do something. You begin to see God begin to break through. He'll break through first with something that is just amazing. He breaks through with his peace. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 7, it says, You do those things, then you will experience God's peace, which, ex- which exceeds anything you and we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and your mind as you live in Christ Jesus. And amidst all the challenges, you know, 
As you take steps to break through, God's going to be there. And he's going to give you something to combat all that worry that's trying to come in. He's going to give you his peace. And you know that word guard is not just a common word like guard. It, it was a military term used for like Roman guards. You know, Roman guards with, with weapons, um, um, this on guard duty, they're protecting a city. It's used for guards protecting a city and preventing like hostile invasions, you know. And, and, and that's the picture. God says this. If you don't worry, if you, thank, if, if you pray for everything, if you thank me in all things, then I'm going to give you something. I'm going to guard your heart. I'm going to guard your mind like a Roman soldier with a sword or whatever, a, a AK, whatever, you know. They're going to be right there guarding your heart, guarding your mind. And when worry comes in, they're going to stop it. They're going to stop any hostile intrusion by worry, fear, anxiety. That's what he says, that he's going to guard us with, and give us this peace that surpasses anything we could even think about. See, that's what God wants to give. He says, you know, I'm going to give you something. I'm going to give you my peace. I'm going to give you my peace. And I'm going to guard over you. you know? God Almighty is saying to us, God who created everything, God Most High is saying to us, I love you so much that when you're going through something, you take these steps, I will personally guard over you. How amazing is that? How amazing is that? That God is going to guard over us and not allow fear or worry, anxiety to come in. Instead, he's going to guard us with his peace. In the two most vulnerable areas, our heart, what we feel like, oh, right? Where do you feel pain? Where do you feel fear? Right in your heart. You know, what causes so much fear? All the things, the what-ifs going in your mind. And God said, I'm going to guard you. And when you take those three critical steps, you make them habits in your life, you begin to experience peace um, as you walk through the challenges, and then there's one more step. There's one more really critical step. Philippians 4.8. It says, and now, brothers, after you stop worrying about anything, you pray for everything, that in me, you give thanks in everything, in every situation. Here's the thing. One final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. And the fourth step is really all about staying focused on true things. It's staying focused on true things. And this is so important that so often we take a step not to worry, another step to pray, and with God's help, we take that step to, to have this attitude of gratitude and thank Him for everything, and we begin to experience God's peace, and then we relax a little bit, and we begin to open the door again for negative and fearful thoughts to come back in. And this, this critical fourth step is all about focus, where we're going to focus our eyes. Where are we going to focus our mind? What are we going to allow our minds to be filled with? And so often, we need a breakthrough because we filled our minds with things that aren't good or true. There are, there are a lot of things 
that maybe you've been told by, by people in authority, maybe parents or teachers, some by your friends, you know, that this weren't true, right? And then we remember these things as kids, you know, and, you know, like, I like to fuss around people and we joke around, and, and that's good, and, you know, I, it's good, it helps me, right? And I remember, you know, um, uh, one, one person, and, and it's a good friend, and we just laugh about it all the time. But, you know, you know you just sometimes certain things stick, right? And so uh, he said, you know, Mark, or she said, you know, Mark, you're like my husband, right? You're like my husband, that you both have, you both have, um, you both have radio faces, all right? That, that it's good that you both wear glasses because it covers more of your face, right? And we're just laughing, right? And I go, ah, ha, ha, you know, and I, and I said something kind of mean to her. And then, um, um, and then we both needed counseling after. But, um, you know, and I'm not going to tell you what I said because I'm not, I'm not real proud of what I said. But we're just joking. But, you know, see, that was like years and years and years ago. But I remember that. I said, yeah, I'm not going to wear contacts because I've got to wear glasses because it covers more of my face, right? And, and, you know, people have said stuff to you, right? And, 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 and some of it, you know, it sunk in, and, and we believed them, and some of them just kind of stuck around. And, 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 you know, we've heard so many things that aren't true, and we've even convinced ourselves about things that aren't true. And the only way to counter these lies, really, and, and to keep taking steps for a breakthrough is to fill our minds with the truth. See, the truth is, I may need a face that needs glasses to cover more of it, but you know what? It doesn't matter because God loves me, right? That nothing ever will separate me from his love. And isn't that the most important thing? God loves me, glasses and all. Right? He does, you know? And for every lie that we've heard, you'll never amount to anything. Some of you heard, you've never, you'll never amount to anything. You know, of all the kids, you know, you're like the laziest, you know? Right? And we begin to think, you know, like that's who we are. But then when we begin to allow the Holy Spirit to come in, you know, he, through, through the Word, we, we begin to see something different. And that's not how God sees us. You know, God said we're fearfully and wonderfully made that he handmade us. In, Philipp- in, in, in Ephesians, it says that we are all God's masterpieces, that he prepared these good works just for us to walk in them. You know? And this fourth step of focusing is so important because what we're going to focus our minds on. And so often, all the things that we heard are the things that God wants to break through in our lives with his truth. And, you know, Jesus said that when you know the truth, that's going to set you free. Jesus said that when you know the truth, it'll set you free and, and you'll begin to experience a breakthrough. You know, so after my ultrasound, you know, I experienced God's peace. But throughout that day, you know, this fearful thoughts would kind of enter. You know, the what ifs. Right? What if something's wrong? You know, and I kept thinking, oh, no, I'm going to go on sabbatical. You know how I'm going to spend sabbatical in the hospital bed or something, you know, whatever, right? And I tried to dismiss these thoughts, and, 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 and yet they kept trying to come in to invade my mind. And so finally that evening, I told myself this. Look, even if, even if there's something wrong, 
God's going to be there because he's always been there. He's always been there through the good times, the bad. God has always been there. That was Thursday night. Friday, 8 o'clock in the morning, I get a call, right? Look, it's doctor. What am I thinking? Something got to be wrong because if it was good news, like he doesn't wait till two days, like he said, but because something was majorly wrong, like, Mark, you got like three livers or something. I don't know. He got to let me know right now, right? So the phone's ringing. I go, I'm not going to answer this, right? And then finally, I said, that's really dumb, right? Right? And so I, hello, you know? And um, the doctor said, hey, got the results. Do I need to sit down? I said, I said do, you, do I need to sit down? He said, no, 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 no. Everything is fine. What? Everything is fine. Pancreas, you got the greatest pancreas ever. You know, liver, uh, kidneys, great. Um, spleen, your spleen is just keen, you know, all that stuff. And he said, your liver, which we were really, you know, I was looking at the liver. He said, liver is, liver is pretty, is good. Not, nothing to worry about. Your liver is a little fatty like how you are, but he said, for a person of your advanced age, that's fine. But you don't got to worry about it. And I said, fatty liver, I don't like that. Will I live? He said, don't worry. You, know, you can work on some diet things if you want. But that was the end of that. If you're a doctor in this place and you, you, uh, you, know, you're, you have a contrary opinion, don't tell me. Don't tell me, Todd. Don't tell me like, no, 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 no. But that's what he told me. And... Um, I stopped, I thank God, and I said, God, thank you. Thank you for good results. I thank God for, for his hand through the whole thing. And I experienced a breakthrough in an area that has caused me much fear in my life. See? That God began to break through just a little bit more. So, next stop, later on this year, colonoscopy again. Second colonoscopy. But, you know, am I worried about it? Not so much. Kind of. I just don't like the... Anyway, so, see, but, but God's breaking through because he loves me. What can you do to, to practically take this step and begin making this a habit? You know what? I cannot tell you how important it is to start reading your Bible. Read your Bible. Use the bookmark. Read your Bible Every day, God will speak to you. God will speak to you his truths. God will combat the lies, the lies that you've believed, and he'll begin to fill your mind with truth. You see? You've got to get into the Bible, and you have to allow the Bible to get into you. That's how. That is how you will begin <clears throat> to really and truly um, focus on true things. See, God wants all of us to experience breakthroughs. All of us. It starts by taking steps. That we got to take these steps. Step one, don't worry about anything. Right now, you might be worried about something. Maybe you need a breakthrough. Man, I'm just worried. Man. Don't worry about it. Say, God, I'm not going to worry. Second step is what do you do? You got to pray about everything. And maybe it's making that card. You know, maybe it's memorizing Philippians 4. Maybe it's 
taking that card and saying, God, I'm going to pray for this. Until I experience a breakthrough, I'm just going to keep praying and trusting you. Third step is I'm going to thank him. I'm going to thank him in all, all situations. I'm going to thank him in everything. And you thank God. Say, God, thank you for this situation that I'm in. Because it's only drawing me closer to you. And that's where I need to be, you know. And then, you know, step four is what? Focus on true things. Read your Bible. Say, God, will you speak to me? Will you give me words of truth to break through the areas of lies that I believe in my life? And God will begin to break through in your life. Why don't you stand? Let's pray. I think right now, you know, if, if you're in need of a breakthrough, there's something that God wants to break through, maybe God's, you know, nudging your heart, you know, just tell the Lord right now. Say, God, I feel like that you're, you're wanting to break through in this area of my life. Just quietly tell the Lord, Lord, this is the area of my life, I think, that you want to break through in my life. And then you ask the Lord, Lord, you know, help me. If you're like me and you're a warrior, pray, say, God, help me. Give me the grace to not worry about everything. Say, God, I make a decision right now. I choose not to worry. I'll make a conscious decision not to worry. And instead of that, God, give me the grace that instead of worrying about anything, I'm going to pray about everything. Say, God, I'm Plug into that power source. And then say, God, you know what? My attitude has been, oh, uh, just say, God, I'm going to thank you. Bring to mind things that I can thank you for. And just begin to thank you. And then let the Holy Spirit show you what have you been focusing on. What are the things that preoccupy your mind? What are the influences that, that have influenced your mind and filled your mind with lies? What are the lies in your mind? Ask the Lord, Lord, will you show me? There's lie. If there's lies, I'm not sure which are lies, which is the truth. Ask the Lord for discernment to differentiate between a lie and truth. And then get into his word because his word will make clear what is true and good. So, Father, I pray for all of us that will you lead us to a breakthrough, God. Will you give us the grace for each step? And I pray everyone here, we would experience breakthroughs because you're a God who loves to break through in the lives of your children. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, have a, have a great day. Um, get some food and uh, just get to know some people here. If you need prayer, come up. We'd love, love, love to pray uh, with you. All right, God bless. Have a good, great day.